chill in Ibiza. To show Avicii I was cool. And when I finally got sober, fell ten years old, but fuck it, I was something to do. I'm living out in L.A. I drive a sports car just to prove. I'm a real big baller because I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes. And with that musical introduction, this is The Itinerary, episode 29. Welcome in. Hello, everybody. I'm Jared Schwartz. I'm Melissa Schwartz. So glad to be back. Let me clear one thing up. The only pills I took in Ibiza were Advil and melatonin. My daily vitamin. That's all we got to do. But uh, it's interesting, and obviously throughout this episode... We're going to get into the, uh, the nitty-gritty of Ibiza, what people think it's like, what it actually is like, the different things you can do. Um, but first, last week, we had asked a trivia question. It was, in Sicily, I ate a traditional pasta dish topped with fish. What fish was it? That was the question. If you got it right, you were going to get a $50 gift card to the airline of your choice, had a bunch of guesses on Instagram at the itinerary travel that were incorrect. So people were throwing out, um, I got a lot of Branzino, I got a lot of sea bass, both wrong. There was one correct answer, which was sardines. Gross. Tasty. Not as tasty as anchovies. But if cooked correctly, very good. So we got uh, one lucky winner, actually, the first person who sent it in, that is Jonathan Camper from Atlanta, Georgia. Jonathan, so... You lucky son of a gun, No, No shocker here. He wanted the $50 gift card to Delta, which has its global hub in Atlanta. So congrats out to you, Jonathan. And that's actually a good transition because there's a lot of great value plays right now from Delta using points and miles. If you want to take a last-minute trip, a summer trip, a fall trip, we can help you plan that. All you have to do is go to the website, the itinerarytravel.info. That's the itinerarytravel.info. Click on the tab at the top to contact us and send in a message. Um, Delta was just putting out uh, 10,000 sky miles to go down to the Caribbean round trip. I don't know if you want to go this week with the hurricane coming out, um, but, it, but it extended into the fall as well. Um, so that's, that's a pretty good deal. You can transfer from Amex to Delta one-to-one. Um, there's a couple of other options, um, to go a little further if you want it internationally, um, that we can help you out on. Just go to the website, the itinerarytravel.info, send in a message. And of course, remember to follow us on Instagram at the itinerary travel. So as you heard in the musical introduction and those lovely voices, um, we're going to Ibiza. Are you ready to party? See. Si. Uh, vamos, let's go. So how did we get there? It was an airline we talked about previously. Uh, it's not Vueling. Well, it's right. Vueling. Um, so that is well, the... Well, we should like sponsor this, <laughs> this, this European uh, 2019 vacay because... Our, this isn't even our final destination, and when we do next week's... I think we had four segments total on Vueling. Yeah. Um, 
but they're like the low cost carrier there based out of Spain. So easy to, you know, we went, you know, from Sicily up to Barcelona, Barcelona now to Ibiza, um, and so on and so forth. So, and to that final country, that's right. Um, it's shuttle service from Barcelona. So they have flights every hour, uh, which is convenient, very cheap. We kind of bought them last minute and they were 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. That, that's about it. Um, so no problems there. Easy to get to. Um, so when you think of Ibiza, I think, you know, party scene, Las Vegas of the summer, a, a beachy Vegas, if you will. Um, they promote their DJs and their clubs like no other. Um, and I thought that all the hotels were going to be like that there because it's a small island. Um, that's not the case. Um, we're going to get into where we stayed, which was a little different. Um, but yeah, people go there to party. You said spring break, uh, a lot of, a lot of summer travel there. Um, they have, you know, the top DJs in the world fly, you know, from Vegas out to Ibiza every week. Um, and they perform seven nights a week. So, and you're not talking like just at three in the morning. There are a lot of <laughs> places that uh, the headliners will go on at that time or even later. Um, but there's a lot of day parties too. And the hotels are focused around a pool with a stage, more or less, um, and people partying during the day in the sun. Um, they had a couple of new hotels that you can stay. The island is kind of situated where the airport is right next to the port. And then a lot of these party places are right around there yeah so that's san antonio um which is like typically younger um the hotels aren't as luxurious with the exception of the nobu hotel which opened within the past like year and a half um which looked beautiful it was just not uh budget friendly yeah and my takeaway was it just from going from the airport and driving around the town is kind of run down yeah like it's not um, the only reason, I think, to stay in San Antonio, there are two reasons. I think either you're staying at one of those hotels or it's more walkable to go out to dinners and whatnot. Whereas, like, where we stayed, you either ate all your meals at the hotel or you had to drive or take a cab. True. Very different experience. So we stayed at a place called Seven Pines, which is a leading hotel of the world. That's correct. So Ibiza actually has three leading hotels of the world. Um, I wrote them down, so let me just pull them up. So you had the Seven Pines where we stayed, me, um, the Ibiza me. Uh, me is a, is a chain in Spain. And then you also have Bless Hotel, which is another chain um, Seven Pines is an independent hotel, um, and that was in San Josep, where yeah. we stayed. On the other side of the island, took about 40 minutes, uh, no Ubers there, so you take a taxi. Um, pretty reasonable, I guess. You, you know that the taxi drivers don't go that far from the airport when they say, do you know this is going to be a long trip? And, like, you know, sometimes we take trips that are two hours, and this is 40 minutes max. But we're like, yeah, we know where it is, as long as you know where it is. Um, so taxi over there. And this is kind of a, a secluded place. They had a couple of resorts down there. It's overlooking the water. It's on a cliff. Uh, real island vibes, I guess you would say. Kind of felt Caribbean-ish to me um, when you pulled up, especially how the rooms are situated. Um, it's not a hotel where 
there's one building. Um, it's separated kind of into villas, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, some have individual pools, some don't. Um, our particular room was more like an apartment style um, than a traditional hotel room where um, you had a living room and a downstairs area and a patio, which was nice. You had a kitchen, uh, which we're never going to use on, on vacation. But I mean, some, like growing up when I would go away with my parents and we would get a room that had a kitchen, they would always go to the grocery store, which I think a lot of people do, especially when you're traveling with kids and they would get stuff for breakfast, etc. But what's weird is this hotel breakfast was included. So I don't know, maybe you're making like dinner. I don't, we're certainly not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had a separate bedroom with a door. Um, bed was not comfortable. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, was, it was kind of rock hard. Um, but besides that, the room was nice. Uh, no, we had separate blankets, which was a little Oh, weird. yeah, the separate blankets. That was, that was weird. I felt like I was on a cot or something. Yeah. Like, or in a sleepaway camp where you're in a twin or even in college twin bed in a dorm um yeah that was weird favorite so we stayed at four hotels on this trip it was my least favorite hotel that we the room wise the actual room just because of the setup or like the bed and that kind of stuff i thought the bed was not good and i just felt like the um so our lobby in our apartment building was recently redone and it looks like a hilton garden inn from like 2000 and I kind of feel like this furniture was similar <laughs> um yeah a good doctor's office uh <laughs> on the furniture um but besides that like the actual main area was all open air um you know lobby area oh yeah they, that was beautiful yeah the, the hotel was beautiful I just right. didn't love our, our room okay um so breakfast you mentioned was included um, that's also all open air. All of their dining spaces were all open water views, like 360 water views. So they have two restaurants there, uh, Cove Club, which we ate at one night. And then the deck, the deck is where you have breakfast at. Um, the food was okay. Nothing great. I thought, um, but they had, um, a DJ for the sunset, which was, which was really pretty cool. neat. Um, he had a big gong and once it went all the way down, he hit that gong and then hit the music and everybody's, um, right up there. Um, it was, it was pretty magnificent. I would put it up there right behind like a, a grease sunset. Yeah. I would say. Um. And it was at our hotel. So that was like in in, in Greece (laughs) to see the sunset, we like had to schlep and we basically walked a mile. Like this was gorgeous and it was at our hotel can't be convenient no i mean uh. we are such lazy fucks <laughs> these days we had big plans to go out to dinner both nights made multiple reservations and as jared just said we ate at our hotel both nights we were there but i mean there's a lot to that first of all it's a taxi situation where there were other people at the hotel who we're going out to dinner and they ended up waiting an hour because the taxis are just aren't around. They can't call it in advance for you. Um, so you just have to wait. You're at their mercy. Like, I don't want to wait an hour. And then the taxi rates... I fully agree with you. Like, were expensive to go down the street. Yes. Um, and which was weird is because they had, like... I'm not even... They weren't courtesy vehicles because they didn't take you anywhere. But the property, the hotel, had cars there had SUVs. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have easily driven you down the street. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a big deal, at least to me, that we 
didn't go out to dinner there because we were just coming off Barcelona and all those tasting menus. Yeah. So they had a couple of restaurants there. The food, um, it was it was good. It was nothing great. It was okay. Like, And it was still... It wound up being less money than if you would have taken a cab to go to a restaurant once you figured that in. Because a lot of times people are like, well, if you eat at the hotels, they put a they put like a premium on it or whatever. And I don't think people always take into account that when you're taking a, ta- a taxi, that that also costs money. That's not free. Um, a big part of this hotel is the pool area and the pool scene. So how how would you describe it? Well, I think that um, it's an, an Instagram factory. I mean, how many Insta husbands did you see there, like doing the the signature is pool it, shot? So, well, is first of all, let's go back a second. An Insta husband is that just a photographer? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. It was don't like those people. It was it was insane. I almost felt like we were the only non-influencers there. Or these people were just highly delusional and thought that, like, people yeah. would actually I mean, give a shit about what they were doing. Okay, so let's back up a second. Um, they had lounge chairs around the pool. It was a... Infinity S. Infinity adjacent pool. And with that being said, the the views of the water were obstructed by some of the lounge chairs. The pool was, like, in the middle. It wasn't all the way at the edge, which a traditional infinity pool would be. Jared is an infinity expert. Love it. Love it. I'm all about it. Um, And then on the far end, there was an area right outside the pool that overlooked um, kind of where the restaurants were, where people were, as Melissa mentioned, were coming outside um, on the gravel and taking pictures up at the infinity pool. So it made it look... um, like, there was nobody else there, pretty much. Yeah, so there was that shot, and then there was also in the pool, to the right, it was all, um, like, clear. And so people were making their significant others, which were typically men, take pictures of them, like, from in the pool, and you could fully see them. There were three different people that I remember who were legitimately taking photo shoots like thousands of pictures yeah. a day would you say yeah like there was there was a group of girls remember the one of them who uh looked like the british kim kardashian yes so she was strutting around and then her friends who were not far behind <laughs> behind her um yeah just taking pictures of themselves from all different angles there was one young girl who had to be a teenager um who was like who was standing up on the ledge and she was putting one foot forward one foot back and just posing in all different spots and her friend was taking it and then I saw a couple where um as you mentioned the insta husband was behind the camera and they they switched though she was taking pictures of him also which I don't get like why do you want pictures by yourself we go over this all the time you hate it too yeah makes no sense all these people want just pictures by themselves when they're traveling with other people it's strange Maybe they're not at a point in their relationship yet where it's, like, Insta-official. I don't even get what you're saying, but, like, <laughs> why why go on vacation with them, then, if you're not serious? Well, so I work with a girl that was in our, the same place as our final destination, and it, that was their first Insta-official picture on that trip. 
And so it was like the, it was like the lead up. It was almost like if he was on his best behavior at the end of the trip, he would get to be in the picture with her. Gotcha. Interesting. I think we're just like really old and out of well. So out of the Insta day. official or Insta husband has replaced obviously Facebook official and Facebook husband. I'm assuming. Right? I don't think there ever was a Facebook husband. But okay. so okay, so now the now what you what you're able to do is an Insta story is like 24 hours. So people put their significant others if you're newly dating in stories all the time. But like, if you have like a picture that goes in your feed, that's like legit. That's almost like you're married. Your Instagram. What's the di- What's the difference? Well, because the story goes away in 24 hours. But aren't people going to see it anyways? Yeah, but then if like, it's not permanent. <laughs> So you have like a lot of data that this is what's going down these days. In my mind, I have all this data okay. that I've created. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> why was um, a day bed there 500 euros at the pool, at the hotel we were staying at? I have no idea. Legitimately, that's what it was. Like we, we were trying to find a pool chair the first day like, you know and we, we, we got there like in the late afternoon. So they were kind of all taken. And I said, oh, what about like these three over there? And she goes... Oh, those are private day beds for 500 euros. I said, to sit on the same exact chair? Like, that makes that no sense. That didn't bother me as much as the SLS because the SLS had absolutely no chairs available in the Bahamas. And so the only thing you could do was get a day bed. This place had some chairs. They just weren't in the most desirable area. But what I found weird was, remember we saw that, like, caught that, that heavier older male with a, a younger woman who maybe he bought her time. I don't know. Um, they were laying in a day bed and there were so many chairs open and I was just like, I just don't understand why you want to throw away money like that. It's crazy. Like, there was nothing special to it. It's two lounge chairs pushed together Yeah. under an awning. That's all and that like, it was. This hotel, every chair had its own umbrella so like it just it just seemed very unnecessary. Do you want to talk about Formentera? Sure. Uh, yeah, let's skip ahead to that. So, um... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. We were Jared, pretty much Jared done. has an agenda. No. You know, executive producer of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we have to follow a script. I know, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Um, that was pretty much it for the hotel anyways. Okay. So, the next day, we were only there for two days, um... And when I say days, yeah, we got there the first day in the afternoon. I don't remember what time exactly, but then we had a full day, and then we left the next morning. We got morning. there early so, enough that we had lunch there. True. So let's say noon. Um, so the following day, that was our full day there, and you had wanted to go to Formentera. So tell the lovely listeners about Formentera okay. and why you wanted to go there. So... Ibiza is part of the Balearic Islands. There are four. So there's Ibiza, Formentera, Mallorca, and Menorca. Um, Ibiza is very close to Formentera. It was like a 30-minute ferry. Um, and the ferry is by the port where, you know, all the cool kids uh, stay. And I had heard great things about Formentera. It's not that developed yet, so Jared wouldn't have wanted to stay there. But, like, even if we did want to stay there, there there's only, like, one nice hotel, and because of the demand, it was, like, $3,000 a night. You were actually interested in staying there? Well, I hadn't been there. I think that Ibiza was the right move, but I didn't know. Um, I will say 
platform in Terra definitely had like a very islandy feel. I thought the water was beautiful. Beso is like the most known day club. We actually couldn't get a reservation there. I tried. Um, and then I heard about Juan y Andrea. Uh, so we were able to get a reservation there. And all of them are like right on the beach. So you take the ferry over and you like hang out at the beach for like an hour. And then Jared's laughing because... Oh, I just want to get to the real part of this story, but finish up your synopsis and then we'll, we'll really get into it. And then you, their first lunch seating is 1 p.m. And so we had a 1 p.m. reservation. We took, I think, a 10.30 ferry. So we had like, once we were at the beach, it was like a little over an hour. Okay, let's get into it. Let's so get into it. you wanted to do this. I looked it up a little bit. I said, okay, like, it, whatever, like, let's check it out. The let's check it out thing became a, a whole day thing, which is okay. However, it was the parts of our day to get there and to get back, which were kind of annoying, I would say. So from our hotel, which was 40 minutes from the port, um, take a taxi, not cheap, so probably 50 euros there. Then once you're there... You take a ferry, which Melissa mentioned. Um, the ferries only leave once an hour, I, I believe. You had bought a ticket in advance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, what was it, 30 euros a person? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was said to take, how long? About a half hour. Half hour. It ended up taking more like 45 minutes to get oh, there on the ferry. you were just in the mood to complain. Okay. No, no I, I'm just telling the truth, like, about it. So... Well, because you're also not giving some details, right? Like, a comparable hotel that was that was by the port was more money. So, even though you're taking a 50... Even though your cab for, to, to do that was, like, yeah, I'm not, an extra I'm not talking hundred about dollars, that. it I'm wound just, up being the same I'm just talking about what we do. I think the people need to know all the facts. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're all about Exhibit facts. Exhibit A. Yes. Fair enough. Into evidence. Um, so, you take this 45-minute ferry, okay... Then you get there, and then you have to take another taxi to get to this beach uh, and beach club. Um, the taxi drivers don't speak English there at all. Like we had, I had to wrangle like three of them just to make sure somebody can translate to where we were going. And then, what was it, 20 euros, I would say, for a 15-minute trip. Not even 15 minutes to get to this place. Um, and that's just to get there. So what do you get when you actually get there? Yes, the water was beautiful. It was crystal clear. Um, you had to pay for a towel. You had to pay for an umbrella. But I am so smart. I brought towels. You, you are very smart. But this is what they were charging for there, if you didn't have it. Towels, umbrella, and a chair. So we brought the towels. Paid for the umbrella um, for a little bit. I was in the water the whole time. Like, I'm not going to sit on the sand. So we didn't get chairs. Right. And, yeah, so you hang out there. It was ten, It wound up being 10 euros. Right. Not, say, not saying that it was overpriced for that. The chair was 50, if you remember that. I'm just saying all these things add up. So you get there. The water is beautiful. I thought 
it was going to be a little more scenic than it was. It was really just a beach with beautiful water. Um, and then we went into lunch at, you know, this place, fresh seafood, good. Um, nothing over the top, I would say. I didn't even know you tried to make a reservation at that first place and couldn't. Um, so, yeah, and then do it all again on the way back. So, taxi to the ferry, 45-minute ferry ride back to the port, and then a 40-minute taxi ride back to the hotel. Some cool things, though, at the port, um, ton of yachts, Doc. One in particular... Um, Oh, that all black one was so cool. Yeah, you had that one, and then you had the one with the helicopter on the back. Uh, Prince of something uh, owned it out in the Middle East. Um, it was 330 feet when I looked it up. It was about the 25th biggest yacht in the world. Um, so pretty, pretty impressive. You don't always see a helicopter on the back of a yacht. So no. you could imagine the size of it. It looked like a small cruise ship. That's what it really looked like. Um, so for scale, the yacht on below deck, how many feet would you... For all you Bravo people out? Yeah. I believe that's 160. Okay. So multiply that by two. <laughs> uh, and add a helicopter in there. It, it was huge. Um, so walking around the port, that was cool to see, but like that whole town down there, that quote-unquote downtown, yeah, yeah it, it was run down. Um, it was older. It was kind of decrepit. So I'm glad we didn't stay down there. I'm sure the Nobu Hotel is nice. Uh, been there in Vegas. Very nice. Good food um, as well. Um, but I enjoyed where we stayed. And then went back, did another sunset, had, had dinner, and, and that was pretty much it. Um, as we mentioned, this is a last-minute trip out there. So um, we did two nights. I... I thought it was a good change of pace from when we were in Barcelona, mm-hmm. in the city. This this had a real vacation, quote-unquote, feel to it, uh, which is always good to hang out. Um, did, would you, like, what did you think after going to Formentera, like, overall, would you go back? Was it worth it? I'm glad we went. I don't think I need to, I don't think that staying there um, was the right move, so I'm happy we stayed in Ibiza. Um... I also think it's so interesting. We never... I don't think we've spoken about this, how, like, at all of the places we stayed, we were, like, the only Americans. That's true. Um, and we were talking about this while we were at these places, too. Um, a lot... Especially in Ibiza, and then in our next destination. To the point where people... A lot of even, British people. People that worked at these hotels, they didn't even think we were from America. They thought we were expats that lived in England, which I thought was also very interesting. Yeah, ton of people from England. Um, yeah, very, very, very few Americans, if at all, any, um, in these places, which is surprising because it's not that far away from yeah. America. Um, but when you think about it, like, the majority of people when they go on vacation, they go pretty close to where they live. So, you know, people in the U.S., maybe they head down to the Caribbean or something like that, a couple-hour flight. Same thing from, you know, from London or surrounding areas to get to an Ibiza. You know, it's a two-hour flight. It's pretty easy um, to do. So that, uh, yeah, that was Ibiza. So passport stamps, uh, zero through ten. What would you give Ibiza and why? Um, I'll go eight one. 
Okay, so that's on the lower end. Yeah. For, from what you've been giving. Yeah. I think it was my least favorite of the places we went. It's definitely been on my list of places I've been interested in going for a really long time, so I'm happy I went. Um, Do you think it would have been different for you? Not saying that you wanted to do this, but if you went there to, to quote-unquote party, and, like, that's what they're known for, do you think you, it you would know, be different? You know, I'm just not that type of person anymore, so I don't... And it's also not cheap. Like, it's really expensive to, to do those things. I, I know everyone has a different idea of how they should spend their money, but, like, the $300 Gucci belt I bought in Barcelona... I think three hundred dollars for a belt. What? I think. Oh my god, it was such a good deal. I think is a much better investment slash value than going to a day party and hearing Calvin Harris. Not really saying that. More so saying like when you th- you think of like bachelorette parties, right? Here you think Vegas, maybe you think Nashville, something like I that. I mean, I went to Mexico City from a bachelorette party so I could eat. Like I'm just not that person. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying like they're definitely known for something different than we experienced. So I'm sure, like, if you're going at a party, I'm sure it's going to be a much different experience than we had. Now, with saying that, we did obviously what we wanted to do, so it's perfectly fine. Um, I would go 7-4. So I'll go a little lower. Um, While I enjoyed myself there, and I thought it was relaxing, I didn't think it was the greatest place. I, I, I did... You know, with all the stuff that was wrong with the hotel, I enjoyed hanging out there, I guess you'd say. Like, it was relaxing. But everything outside of that, like, don't need to do it again. Uh, Food wasn't great. Um, You just heard my spiel on Formentera and uh, picking out every little detail about it, what was wrong with it, even though it was beautiful when you got there. Um, Yeah, so I'll go that on passport stamps. That'll do it for this week, episode 29 of The Itinerary. Remember, you can go back and listen to any of the previous episodes. So last week, Barcelona, before that, Sicily, and then we had a slew of guests on uh, before that. So if you want to go listen to some interviews with some interesting people um, who travel different ways, go check those out. All you have to do, type in The Itinerary wherever you listening to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, download it, rate, write a review, and subscribe. That's pretty much, you know, the most important thing. If you subscribe and you download it and you tell a friend, that's what matters to us. Um, Also, if you're looking for last-minute deals for the end of summer, maybe even the fall, go to the website, theitinerarytravel.info. Send us a message. Let us know where you want to go, when you're thinking of it, what points and miles you have saved up, and we can get you the best deal out there that's not really advertised. You're not going to find it um, in your normal Google searches or if you're searching on a particular airline. So we can get the best value out of those points and miles and save you a ton of cash to let you travel where you want to go. And remember, follow us on Instagram, at the itinerary travel. Good pictures um, always there. So keep sending in those messages. Follow us on there. And that's about it. Thanks, guys. Adios.
Bye.